This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. The question you and I need to ask ourselves daily is, yes, we're in quarantine. Yes, we cannot meet as a church, but is your soul satisfied? Because meeting in a building doesn't satisfy your soul. Getting married doesn't satisfy your soul. Getting a new job doesn't satisfy your soul. Please raise your voices. Who is the one who can satisfy your soul? It's a shepherd of your soul. His name is Jesus. How can we find this rest in this world? How can we find the satisfaction? This satisfaction is found when you found your rest in Jesus. I don't want to confuse you, but I really want to elaborate on this. If there's one thing that I want you to take this morning, I want it to be this. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Is that you this morning? You're weary. You're trying to find satisfaction. You're trying to find joy. You have abundance. You have Netflix. You have Amazon. You have Hulu. You have Disney. You've got Apple TV. But no joy. No satisfaction. Life is boring. You get the latest gadgets, but it's not fast enough to keep up with your depression and your anxiety and your worries. You're like, I'm weary, man. I'm done. And maybe right now you're thinking, if only I can get back to meeting with my friends, life will be better. If only I can get back to meeting as a church, life will be better. But it would not. You got to ask, your, ask yourself, is your soul satisfied? And if it's not, I cannot do it. The church cannot do it. Your spouse cannot do it. In fact, those things are idols to you. You see, heretical Christianity. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Nobody can give you rest like Jesus can. And he says, come to me, all who are weary. Now, this is an invitation to everyone. Come to me, all who are weary. Isn't it beautiful? Jesus says, come to who? To the pastor. Stop calling me for rest. Go to Jesus, man. He doesn't say, hey, uh, go to your spouse. He doesn't say, go to a bottle of beer. He doesn't say, just wait for the bars to open, you'll find rest. He says, no, you come to me. Come to Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? He doesn't say, go to Bible college, I'll teach you how to rest. (laughs) No, he doesn't. He says, you come to me, you have direct access to me. Come, let me me give you a high five. Come sit with me, man. Hear my heartbeat. Feel my beard on on your cheek. While I hold you close. Come to me. Who? Just the Christians. Just those guys who have short hair and who have a coma who wear a suit? No, all who are weary. The beaten, the molested, those are being abused, those who are lonely. Some of you, you're married to those people who are comfortable sitting in a boat. They're not Christians who want to pour their ointment out. And you're sitting there wondering like, God, what do you want me to do? Jesus says, come to me, I will give you rest. All who are weary. And that's a beautiful, I will, that's an absolute, I will Hey, my God keeps his promises. You can live your life with abundance. You can live a long life with a huge legacy, but not have joy or satisfaction. You need to come to Jesus. All who are weary, I will give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke upon you. You see, oftentimes, again, we over-spiritualize this nonsense, right? Sit in church with a white robe, mild music playing, and you say something, you repeat some things, you read this book, it's like, oh, like a monk. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. He wants you to work for him, man. He wants you to serve Him. He wants you to be real for Him. He wants you to go out in the world and be the person that God made you to be, carrying His yoke on your shoulder. But His yoke, He says, is light and easy, man. And He says, learn from me because I'm humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for what? For your souls. You know, there were seven different things I was able to think of about rest. Because some some of you, rest is not sleeping. Rest for you is, I want to go on a hike. Amen? No? Yeah? Rest for some people is, man, I, I, I just want to watch a movie right now. You know, for some of you, rest is, is sleeping. For some of you, rest is, I want the house to be quiet, and I want to be able to spend time in the Word. 
rest means different thing for different people and Jesus knows exactly what kind of rest you need are you with me? Jesus is the only one listen man you're trying to rest the way Christians try to rest you're trying to rest the way your pastor told you you're trying to rest the way Billy Graham wrote a book on rest God knows what rest you need you need to go to him and not run to your books go to Jesus and he'll help you rest some of you rest is just going to be you know what man I need to work harder and that's how I'm going to be able to rest because I have too much energy and I'm unable to sleep. I need to go work in my yard. I need to go hang with my wife and help her pull weeds and then I'll be able to rest well that night. Jesus, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Let me give you an illustration of this case. Israel, let's talk into fast. I'm excited about this because I'm excited to see what would this look like if we actually started living this. Israel, they were slaves. You knew that, right? Of course you did. Didn't have to tell you that. But God says, I'm not just going to rescue you from slavery. I'm going to give you rest. And this rest, listen to me, did not come through Moses. It did not come through Joshua. It, neither did it come when they entered the promised land. It says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 10, For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labor. Just as, hey, slow down, slow down, slow down. I want to preach this. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labor just as. If it's your Bible, you got to underline just as. Just as what? Just as God did after creating the world. This is fantastic, okay? God, Genesis chapter 3, creates the whole world. Seventh day, what does he do? He rests. He rests after he finished his work. He rests after he did everything that needed to be done. And then he says, I'm going to rest. Wow. Hear the gospel in that? Jesus on the cross finishes the work and what does he say it is finished and then he dies and now the bible tells us that everyone who's entered into god's rest has rested from their labors just as god after creating the world rests so let us do our best to enter that rest so hey you work hard to rest let's do our best to enter that rest stop looking around and fooling around with the abundance that you have gather those things and say god i'm not satisfied I need to enter the rest because all of these things I think is what's going to give me joy. It's what's going to give me satisfaction. It's what's going to give me rest. But give me the eyes to see the paradise you created for me. And how can I use this to funnel it towards your kingdom, towards your joy, so that I can actually walk in the way you want me to walk. And I can enter the rest that you have for me. Enter the, the beautiful kingdom that you prepared for me right here in this world. And then he says, let's, not, let's do our best to enter that rest. But, warning, if we disobey God, you're hearing my words now and if you disobey God you listen to this Sunday there's a conviction of the Holy Spirit Monday you go back to the same life you're living listen please heed my words you cannot have the conviction of the Holy Spirit and go back living the same life on Monday you will be held accountable for that but if we disobey God as the people of Israel did we will fall a whole generation was lost in the wilderness because they didn't heed God's word a whole generation wiped out in the wilderness they did not enter the promised land wiped out and in fact if you read through Hebrews chapter 4 it says that they didn't have faith faith for what? they didn't have faith to trust the abundance sorry I'm not I'm not going off on a rabbit trail I'm trying to make sense of this for you okay in Israel Israel in Egypt were slaves they weren't paid in gold they were paid with food as slaves they were paid with food they were paid with garlic they were paid with some meat they were paid with some bread they were not paid with money God gives them freedom and God tells them go get gold from your neighbors as you leave do you remember that? so they go house to house and they get the gold from the Egyptians man slaves who'd never been paid in money 
get gold and they leave they cross the Red Sea do you remember what happens with the gold they make it into a golden calf and they worship it blessing without character is a curse we've come from slavery into new life in Jesus we come from slavery to beautiful freedom and salvation God's given you blessings don't you dare melt that and make a golden calf out of it cannot do that we cannot do that to our beautiful savior we cannot do that to Jesus who died and rose again from the dead you cannot do that instead you got to use that as a blessing and say God how can I use this now for your glory how can I use this now I don't want to find satisfaction in worshipping this I don't want to find satisfaction in, in flaunting this in, in showing this off in, in, in leaning on this because I cannot lean on this like David says where's my hope going to come from my hope is going to come from when my soul finds a satisfaction in you I need to rest in your finished work. I need to rest in your work that you prepared for me. Levi asked me this question this last week and I was too tired to answer him. He says, what does it mean to rest in the finished work of Christ? And I said this a couple of times and I'll try and say it again. Maybe this time it'll be a little bit more meaning, uh, understandable. Whatever you do, whatever you do, whether it's buying a new thing, a new car, a new house, do it because Jesus loves you, man. Do whatever you do because Jesus loves you. You know something? Maybe some of you, you've never been loved in your life. You've never really experienced what it means to be loved. Or maybe you have and you devalued it. God's not given you. You've not asked God for the power to appreciate the blessing in your life. I know what it's like not to be loved and to feel lonely. And I know what it's like to be loved. And you know what? You walk very differently when you're loved. You treat yourself differently when you're loved. You smile differently when you're loved. Oftentimes, we as believers like to train and beat ourselves up to love Jesus more and I'm telling you you cannot you can never love Jesus until you see how much he loves you you can never pour out your life savings of perfume on his feet and wipe it with your hair you know it says in 1st Corinthians chapter 15 that the hair is a woman's glory she used her glory to wipe his feet you can never come into that intimacy with Jesus until you've seen how much he loves you so before you try to run around trying to prove to him how much you love him sit back rest in the finished work of Christ receive the finished work of Christ receive how much he loves you and this people a lot of theologians make fun of this language of receiving Jesus says to all those who received me I gave them the right to be called the children of God so let them make fun as much as they want you learn to receive his love and he will open your eyes to see the abundance in your life and how he wants to use that to funnel and to point you towards how much he loves you I'm going to move on others are going to be here all night long you can live a long life with satisfaction, but only once you've found rest in Jesus. When we try to live life without divine guidance and rest, this is what will happen. You will have an appetite with no fulfillment. I hope this is not a little too much for a Sunday morning. I hope it's not too much teaching. This is real life stuff where the rubber meets the road. And that's a beautiful thing about Ecclesiastes. You know, when you have abundance but no joy when you have a long life but no satisfaction funny you would think that you would begin to expect less from life isn't it you're tracking with me when you see this is what happens when I don't get to talk to people you know I get kind of so much into my thoughts and it's kind of crazy as I talk talking about this I'm like maybe it's a little too much for a Sunday morning but please go back and listen to it okay when you don't get as much as you think you would get out of life you would naturally think that as human beings we will settle down, we would slow down and not expect much from it, like a friend who's constantly standing you up you would, you would expect less from that person but it's not so with the appetites of life we actually 
continue to run after and to hunger for more in this life no matter how much you've been beaten down think about this a person that's been hurt in relationships okay they don't they don't say you know what i'm never going to be in a relationship again in fact it makes them more hungry to find a relationship where they can be stable and secure look at the statistics of divorce man it's kind of crazy one after another one after another one after another one after another it's because we don't just say you know what i'm just going to suppress my appetite and it's going to go away our appetite for life only increases it says in verse 7 all the toil of man is for his mouth yet his appetite is not satisfied it says you're hungry for life you feed it and back it comes again it's like food you eat to get energy to work you work and then you get hungry for food and then you repeat the whole cycle again it's never satisfied he says for what advantage has the wise man over the fool he says it doesn't matter if you have money or don't we all have appetites that will never be satisfied again this is oh you remember it's a problem it's an evil over mankind whether poor or rich or fool or wise everybody has this problem it doesn't matter and it says what does the poor man have who knows how to conduct himself before the living we oftentimes we see this in movies right how there's this like the poor people are very noble and they have this like very secret knowledge in how to trick life into find satisfaction you see those movies where it's like this poor person knows how to you know achieve great things in life and solomon is saying that poor or rich wise or foolish neither has an advantage at finding fulfillment in the appetite of life and he says better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the appetite this also is vanity and a striving after wind desire is a tramp it's a vagabond it's a ragamuffin that is never content staying at home it always wants to go out wandering our desires are always traveling but never arriving our desires are always we have an appetite we have an appetite but without Jesus there will be no fulfillment you see appetite is a good thing it's a great thing it's a good thing to have drive it's a good thing to have passion it's a good thing to have vision but without Jesus you'll never be satisfied let me illustrate this for you okay in in the book of Genesis we see a guy named um, Lot and his wife his wife's name is not mentioned in the Bible a lot of guesses you should take a whack at it sometime but um, you guys read about that uh, they think his na- her name is Edith and I'm like that's weird like she's not some old white lady but anyways um, it says in Genesis chapter 19 a little joke to kind of lighten the mood um, <laughs> It says in Genesis 19 that Sodom was so bad, it was so evil that God sends his angels to destroy the place. So the angels come and tell Lot, like, hey, listen, man, you need to get out of here because we're going to destroy this place. And Lot's like, oh, no, really? Please don't do that. But the angel's like, no, we're going to burn this place up. You need to leave. That's all the time we have for today. But we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle, Idaho 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store.